Shavua Tov, today we'll be studying the 15th chapter of Hilchot Tumatmet. This chapter will deal with different objects and different items that can be used to reduce the size of the window in order to make it less than a tefah by a tefah, in order for Tum'ah not to travel through uh, through the window. Halacha Aleph, Perek Hamisha Asar, Halon Tashmish Shesetamah Kulah, O Shesetamah Achin Nishar Bah Pahut Mitefah, so, a functional window, as opposed to um, a window that we discussed in the previous chapters, uh, a window that light is used to, to is as opposed to a window that light is used to enter and to light up the space. That's halon she'asahu ha'adam le'ora. If you remember from Perak Arba Asar Halacha Aleph, so here we're talking about halon tashmishes le'tamakula, a functional window that was sealed and closed, or if it was sealed to a point that the the space is less than a than a tefah in the window. If it was closed, if this the window was closed with something that is chotzetz and creates a barrier from the tum'ah in order to stop the tum'ah from passing through, hareze chotzetz, this is considered, obviously, um, a chatzitza. And this is provided that the person who is closing the window or who owns the house doesn't intend on moving the object um, that is that is causing the window, the size of the window to be reduced and that's taking up space in the window. And this rule will essentially guide uh, the rest of this chapter. So if you have a window that is closed by an object uh, and causes this window to be less than the space of a tefah by a tefah, assuming it is closed with something that is chotzetz, provided the person who owns the house does not intend on removing the object, this will be considered a hatitza and tum'ah will not permeate through the window. The fikah. Therefore, im satama halon o mi'ato be'ochalin she'enan mukhsharin enan hosesin. Therefore, if somebody closed the window, the entire window, or closed some of the window with foods that are not susceptible to receiving tum'ah, this, this would not be a hatitza. Even though these foods do not receive tum'ah, they are tahor, and they are tahor, since the owner of the house does not does sorry since the owner of the house intends on moving them um eventually obviously uh, to eat them or to move them from the window this would not be a hatita and if the foods were rotting they would be considered a hatita because the owner owner of the house the house would in general uh simply leave the rotting food by the window so to straw that is rotting, you obviously once it's rotting, you can't use it to feed an animal, for example. This would the, the rotting straw would also be considered a hatita. However, straw that is not that is not rotting is not considered a hatita because the owner of the house we're, we're assuming he would move it to feed his animal or to use it to, to maybe build bricks uh, or for any other use. 
תבואה שגדלה וסתמה את החלון או מעטתו, אינה חוצצת, לפי שדעתו לפנותה, שמא תפסיד הכותל. Produce that grew and blocked the window or reduced the size of the window does not, is not considered a hatitza because the owner intends on removing the produce because it, the roots may grow under and it might cause damage to the wall and to the house. So the, the owner will most likely uh, either cut down the tree or chop down the branches. Haya ikara rahok mina kotel. If the roots or the trunk of the tree were far from the walls of the house and the top of the tree or the top of the grain came and blocked uh, and blocked the window, this is considered a hatita. And anything of this sort. Because we're assuming here that because the roots aren't Causing wouldn't are, are far enough not to cause damage to the walls of the house, the owner would not cut it down, um, and we're assuming he would leave the tree there. That's why it's considered a hatita. If we have a barrel that is filled with dried, rotten fill, figs, that do not receive, that cannot receive tum'ah, and are also not fit to be eaten, and are placed in a window, and the opening of the barrel is facing the tum'ah, for example, a corpse or kazait min hamet, the havit is tameh, v'chen, so to a basket that is filled with rotten straw that is not fit for con- for an animal for the for an animal to to eat it and it's also not fit to make cement out of it and it's also not fit uh, to kindle or to burn a fire with it that's placed in a window if the the dried the the dried rotten figs and the rotten straw can remain standing on their own and there's enough there to to stand on their own on the window if the keli is re- is removed this would be considered a hatita and if not it would not be considered a hatita bitter grass that is not fit for animals to consume or for animals to eat it umatlaniyot she'en bahen shalosh al shalosh shehayu and a patch of cloth that is dirty and hard and you cannot use and, and that are less than three fingers. It's about three fingers by three fingers and you can't really use them at all. Uh, so much to the extent that you can't even wipe blood from a scratch with this dirty and dried out cloth. And a limb or hanging flesh of a non-kosher animal that is lean and does not have uh, 
and provided that the animal is lean and does not have a lot of flesh on them, that a goy would not really want to to buy this animal because he would have nothing to do with it because it's very lean and has no skin or fat. It has very little. It has only skin and, and very little fat or flesh, and provided that it's tied, the animal is tied in order for it not to run away, tied close to the window. And a non-kosher bird that is resting on the window that scratches anybody that any anything that comes near it, and that it would be dangerous and uh, it would be dangerous for for a child to go near it and to play with it because the the bird. Uh, scratches anything anything that comes near it. And a goy who is a prisoner of the king that is tied up and can't be released by uh, he can't be released unless unless the king orders it. So to an, a baby born in the eighth month of pregnancy. In the in the old times of the Mishnah and the Gemara, a baby who was born in the eighth month of, of pregnancy um, had a had a low, relatively low chance of living, um, and so he the a baby who's born in the in the eighth month, it has like a, a, a sort of in between state um, of um, of a child of a full fledged child and and not, for example, if the child if the baby passes away lo alenu. Um, you don't. You're not obligated to to do avelut, and also it does not impart uh, the tumat uh, met as we mentioned before in Perik Aleph, um, and it is forbidden to carry this child on Shabbat um, be, m- from the same uh, because of muktzeh similar to similar to an evin. Um, this is discussed in Hilchot Shabbat Perik Kafhe because and. Again, so a baby born in the eighth month in pregnancy that you cannot carry it. And bitter salt that is mixed with thorns. That isn't fit for consumption and can't you can't use it to 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 um to tan leather. And this is provided the bitter salt mixed with thorns is um is placed inside a a clay vessel in order for no damage to be caused to the wall that it's laying on by the window. All of these all of these items close and block a window and cause a hatsitsa because these all of the things that items that we mentioned are not susceptible to receive tum'ah and the owner of the house has no intention of moving them because they are not fit uh, to be used for anything or the owner is forbidden to move them. For example, the the Ben Shemona Beyom HaShabbat as we as we mentioned. So to a Sefer Torah that was worn out, that was placed by a window. If the owner decided that it would be archived and stored there by the window, it would uh, close and bu- block the window, causing a chatzitza. However, snow, hail, sleet, 
ice and water. Do not uh, cause hatitza and do not minima close or block a window. Because these uh, snow, hail, sleet, ice and water are susceptible to receiving if someone tried to reduce the size of the tefah in the window to now have less than a kezait of flesh from a corpse or less than a kezait of a dead animal of a dead animal that was slaughtered and slaughtered the wrong way, or if it died of natural cause, that's nevila. Or the bone of a corpse that is less than a barley grain. Or um, less of a lentil of a crawling uh, of a crawling creature. The 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 adasha is the size of to uh, flesh of the, the flesh the size of an adasha is the size that causes tumah for one of the sheratim. So if you put any of these items that we mentioned um, by the window in order to to try to block the tumah there, all and and all of these items that we mentioned are do not uh, do not impart tumah. These are considered because all of these items that we mentioned are tahor and do not impart tum'ah. And they are not important to the owner. Therefore, and because they are not important or material to the owner, the owner won't care to move them. And again, this is so to less than a besa, an egg-sized portion of foods that are, aren't susceptible to receiving tum'ah. This, they are not considered material for the owner or important to the owner uh, for him to, to think to move them. And we assume that the owner will just leave Leave, leave the, the, the food of this size there. Um, therefore, um, they it will it'll reduce the measure of the tefah of the opening of the window, causing a hatitzah. If somebody closed a window and blocked the window with a clay vessel, and it was and the opening of the keliheres was facing was facing the outside, not the inside of where the window is. This is considered a hatizah. If you recall, the reason why and the, the reason why this is considered a hatizah is because keli does not receive tum'ah from the from the back, from the outer side, only from the inner side. This is a special din of keli and the keli would be tahor, Causing the hatitzah. And this kiliheres that we're talking about has to be um, has to be a disgusting and sort of perforated uh, vessel that wouldn't 
that wouldn't be used, and it would not even be used for bloodletting to collect the blood once it's once it's being removed from the person. Um, in order, because we don't, and this is um, so that the keli won't be moved. But if, for example, there's a beautiful new keli heres that's sitting by the window, um, this would not cause the hatitza because the where, because the owner would most likely move it uh, and and move it inside the house uh, for it not to not to be damaged but being left by outside uh, by the window. Halacha he hayab bait met orova atzamot bechayosa bahen meatzmot metameot baohil. If in if in in a house or a room there was a corpse or a fourth cove of bones or bones that would impart tum abe ohil, for example, a full skull or a spine. Umiet hahalon shelevait ze beetsem pahut mikase ora eno miut shaetsem istaref la atzamot. And the owner wanted to close and reduce the size of the window with a bone less than a barleycorn, which would usually be hotzets and reduce the size of the window. Eno miut. This does not. Uh, reduce the size of the window and cause a hatitza. Because the bone that you're putting by the window combines with the bones that are inside the house of the corpse or of the fourth of the cove of, the of bones or of the skull and the spine. So the bones that are all in one room, even if the bones you want you want them to be causing a hatitza in the window, they're all considered, um, they, 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 they combine and they, the bones don't cause the hatitza. And, and this is um, and and this is this is like this is like a, an, an exception to what we said before because the the bones the size of a barley corn, for example, would usually be hotzets and would reduce the size of the window. But because the tum'ah inside are bones and a, and a corpse that obviously has has bones, so. Um, it's not considered a hatiza. Similarly, if there was a corpse or uh, flesh, this flesh, flesh of a corpse the size of a kezai, that is mitameh, obviously, and you placed um, by, at the window a, a flesh less than a kezai of, uh, of the met, Eno miut. This does not reduce the size of the window, causing a hatitza. Because the flesh that is by the window combines with the uh, with the flesh and the basar that is inside the house, causing the tumah. However, if you have bones less than a barley grain, um, by the window, and inside the house, the tum'ah that's causing, the, the tum'ah inside is kezait of basar hamet. This would be a hatitza. So if you have, again, bone, a bone less the size of a barley grain, it reduces the window and is hotzetz for tum'ah of kezait of basar, of flesh of a corpse, because here the bones don't combine with the flesh, and vice versa. And if you had flesh, um, by the window, and inside there was rova kav of bones, or there were there were, um, or if there was um, there was a skull or a spine there, um, 
and you have flesh by the window, it does not combine um, and would cause the hatitsa. If the if the sort of if if the tum'ah, if the item that's causing tum'ah um, is the same as what's being placed by the window to try to block it, it doesn't work. So if there are bones inside and less than the shi'ur of bones by the window, uh, it does not cause a hatitsa. But if there's flesh um, that is the cause of tum'ah and less than a se'ura of bones by the window, for example, this would cause the hatitsa because it's not the same. Um, it's not the same. The, the, what's, the, what we want to cause the hatitsa is not the same as the source of the tum'ah. If, if you had a fabric that was that had tsara'at on it and was wo- woven in a crisscross way that you placed by a window to try to reduce the size of the window, or if you had chunks of earth from bet hapiras to try to block to to try to and you put it by a window to try to cause a hatiza, eno miut. It does not reduce the size of the window for the tum'ah to to pass through. As something that is tamed does not cause hatiza. If you made a brick out of dirt from beta piras, this would be tahor and would cause hatita and would minimize the size of the window from uh, from tefah al tefah because if you recall hahamim only said that a chunk of earth from beta peras as is is tameh but if it changes form it is tahor and this is something uh, something that we that that we've mentioned already before if you think about tum'an tahara more of something that is psychological and about perception this is this is another example of that um, if you really thought there was something intrinsic in the dirt of beta peras hahamim would have forbade any any anything from beta peras and that that and that would cause tumah however from this you can see that if the the earth of beta peras was made uh, made into a brick and sort of changed forms it's no longer recognizable that it's from beta peras uh, even though it's the same exact dirt we don't perceive it to to be tame from the perspective of hahamim and from the perspective obviously of this halakha nistama tefah onitma'at bikure akavish if the if the tefah of the window was closed or reduced by a spider web if the spider web was very thick it would be considered a hatita and would minimize the tefah tefah in the window allowing the tum'a uh, preventing the tum'a from tra- from traveling through the window and if uh, the web was not thick and was very and was very thin. It would not be considered. The web would not be considered a hatitza. Baruch Adonai Amen